0: Welcome to Time to Write. I'm Emily Robertson. And I'm Amy Kelly. We are professional writers and critique partners.
1: We've worked in traditional and independent publishing, podcasting, and social media marketing.
0: Including my novel, Lifestyles of Gods and Monsters, published by a Big Five publisher.
1: My long-running podcast, In the Middle of It and Accomplished Authors, my business helping authors create an inspiring online presence.
0: We are here to share our creative journeys and encourage you on yours. From
1: the writing process to promoting your work and all of the messy in between,
0: we're here to remind you that your story matters and it's worth sharing with the world. Okay, it's It's time time to to write.
1: write. All right, welcome back everyone. I am Amy Kelly and this is my good friend
0: Emily, Emily. Rowerson.
1: And today we're going to be talking about there are no gold stars in the writing life. There's not a whole lot None. of external <laughs> external affirmation until after you've mm-hmm. done pretty much the majority of the work. If then, right? And so even if,
0: then. And even then. And, and even, even then, then, there's not as much validation as those of us who love praise.
1: Yes. Yes. Like so we're going to get into that, but first M, why don't you tell me what is your high low?
0: My high is everybody went back to school <laughs> <Yay>. uh, <laughs> and my low is, um, just, I got really behind on email. I'm still really behind on email. Don't like email, but digging yeah. out. Yeah. That's it. You Okay, so my high is I am
1: just literally on the high of of creating the characters in this book series that I'm doing. So I, I kind of figured out I have to know who they all are before I can get started, even though... Um, So I think I've talked about in previous episodes, I'm writing about six sisters. They're each going to have their own books, but I have to know who each of them are because they're going to be in all the books together. So I'm just figuring that out and um, using the cards that we talked about in the last episode, the archetype cards by Carolyn Mies. Mies. And um, anyway, so that's, that's been super fun. And then I would say my low is, and And it's kind of a mixed thing because I love having my kids here and um, my son was here all last week and then my daughter's here and, you know, until she goes back to school. And it's just really challenging for me to stay in a good routine Mm -hmm. to do that. So while, while they're here and my energy just goes toward, you know, naturally is drawn to them. Whatever you want to say. So so it's it's a high and a low because I love them being here and I will always prioritize what they need. But anyway, okay, so let's dive into that. So old star thing.
0: Right. So when you're first getting started and you haven't published yet, you don't have any followers, everything, you're starting from scratch, it can feel like you're screaming into the void, right? It can feel like there's no one to notice. But what I didn't know is that. In a way that just kind of continues. I know from the outside it looks like, oh, these people get you know gold stars all the time, but not really. Like really, it's a lot of working slog. by yourself, and you know, right. So it's it can it can feel like a slog, especially if it crosses with your expectations. You're not where you thought you would be. So we're going to talk about how to sort of find the encouragement to keep writing because we really want your stories out in the world. So we're going to share some thoughts on that.
1: Right. And I will say for me, initially, when I was kind of writing my first manuscript, just the joy in the act of writing, the, the intrinsic, I don't know, rush that I got from that was enough to sustain me through that the first draft. I just think you hit a place at some point where it it's just a little more difficult, especially, especially in whatever part of the process is maybe not as fun for you. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's the editing piece or, you know, whatever it is. So, so yeah, you just kind of have to know yourself on it and where you're going to maybe need to bolster your motivation. So
0: my problem is I could just research Forever.
1: For sure. For sure. And, and my thing is I can do all the like creating piece, right? Like, like the, the part I'm in right now, I have to be really careful to not get stuck here. And, you know, I can do all kinds of things with my characters.
0: Right. Before you actually have to get them up. Put them on around. the page.
1: Yeah. Right. So
0: we have some thoughts. So one big one is to reward yourself, like really build in some rewards. One of the big problems with writing, especially writing novels, is that the end point is so far away that, you know, it can take a year or two or 10 to write a novel. So it's you don't want to save all your rewards for like when you hit the end. So, you know, like one thing that I definitely have started adding for myself is like, if I get, you know, if I get done with some phase, like I am right now on the first pass pages part of something, which is when you look through the manuscript printed out and you look at it and you see, if I can manage to finish that this week, I am getting a manicure. Yeah. If I cannot finish it this week, I'm not getting a manicure. So I guess that's a carrot and a stick because my nails look pretty <laughs>
1: Well, okay. And this may sound really silly, but this is something, um, a lady that I follow who talks a lot about mindset and things has talked about like your brain, like gets little dopamine hits when you do things like this. So she she says like, get a marble jar, not former teacher here. Like I, that's my language. So you get a jar and every time you finish a thousand words, you put a marble in and when you fill it up, then, you know. And there is something about physically putting that marble in the jar that just, you know, gives you that hit. Very for satisfying. Sure. But another another way to do it, I and this isn't something that we mentioned, you know, as we were prepping for the episode, Emily, but. I think NanoRimo is something that really hits on a lot of things that we're talking about today, right. because you are getting rewarded for like, you know, plugging in the number of words you've done. Right. And there's a community there, which is also really important. We're going to talk about that in a second. And, yeah. and so um, if you're not familiar with NaNoWriMo, it stands for National Novel Writing Month. It's just the first two letters from each of those words um go to nanorimo i don't know if it's .com or .org. It's .org yeah so it's it's a whole thing you can sign up for free yeah. and it is a great way to keep yourself motivated for sure. for sure for sure and we'll
0: probably do an episode in november coming up on november cuz it's such a cool thing yeah yeah you should know about it. yeah so another thing to really think about is to really see to the extent that you can sort of fall in love with the process itself. Can you? I know everybody talks about, like, I wish I had, you know, what feels good is having written or whatever, but there are days where it is actually fun to write. There are days where getting into the flow or whatever you want to call it really does happen. And so the more that you can build up, like, The more things you can enjoy, find to enjoy in each phase of this, the more likely you are to keep doing it. And that is true both on the, I mean, I know we've said before about social media, like really try to find the one that you like, because then you're more likely to keep doing it. There's not going to be any writing career that doesn't have some things that you don't like, but the more that you can sort of I just feel like in life that the more that you cannot approach things with the spirit of I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, <laughs> the, the easier it is to actually do it. But right. all that being said, you no, know, it's hard for everyone. It's hard it's for everyone. It's hard I was, for everyone.
1: Well, and as you were kind of describing that, you know, where there are hard days and then there are fun days, like. I think there's a reason that people call their books, their babies, because it is you're gestating them. And just like pregnancy, there are days that are really awful. And then there are days that are amazing and you feel great. And it's all in the name of, you know, that baby at the end. So you're willing nice. to, to put in the hard stuff too. And, and so just understanding that it's It's the same, like it is going to be hard and embracing that. So that, I think circling back to embracing the process, it's just know that it's going to be hard.
0: Right. And here is another piece that is really hard, but is so important. And this is really hard for me. So I'm going to (laughs) say that I find this really hard. It is. Okay. So we tell you build community, whether that's on social media or in real life, be around other people other writers. And don't spend all your time comparing how theirs is to yours. Like, so there's this weird thing that I've been thinking really hard about lately. It's a, it's a paradox. You are a snowflake and you are snow. Mm -hmm. You were special. You were like no other thing that has never existed in the world. And you were also just one of those white things out on the pile that's outside. Like you're a snowflake, you're snow.
1: Right. Well, and I think, I think that the piece there, and I've, I think I've heard Simon Sinek. Is that how you say it? Sinek. Simon Sinek talk about snowflakes is, yes, you're a special snowflake, but that doesn't entitle you to any kind of special treatment or, you know, whatever. Um, Yeah. You're one of many.
0: Right. So what I struggle with is I'll be having a hard time I'll go on social media and then I'll see either everyone else is doing so great and amazing. Why do I even bother? Or everyone else is, it all sucks. The world's going to end. It's going to be taken over by AI. Why bother? And both things at the end of the day, you end up not writing. So. The key thing is we're talking about building community and we really do want you to build a community, but we want you to build a community around writing, around actually doing the actual work that you have to do to make a book because no book exists without writing.
1: Right, so what I feel like you're saying, Emily, is you really wanna make sure that your community is one of positivity one that's going to cheerlead. Um, and you have to show up that way as well. Like you want to show up as that, you know, your peers cheerleader as well. And you want to show up, um, without, you know, the sky is falling. The sky is falling, you know, without that kind of,
0: Oh, that's hard for you. That's easy for me because here's the other thing, like different people, like I don't struggle to edit my work. My brain loves like cut it, tear it up, take it out. Yes. Other people really don't like that, but I really struggle on the front end where you're like, just pouring words out on the page that Amy loves. So just because like when someone's saying something's hard for them, sometimes there can be a temptation to be like, Oh, that's not hard. That's easy. No, it's hard for them. So
1: Mm -hmm. yeah. Respecting, respecting your own journey and how it is different from other people's and knowing yourself. I think that I would say is a huge piece of this. You really have to know yourself, know when you're going to hit those lows. Like for me, the editing piece is not fun. It's much more difficult. My brain just doesn't get the dopamine (laughs) from that, but I know that about myself. So I can build in some scaffolding to help me. Right. through so it.
0: you're going to need way more marbles, gold stars, stickers, yes. those things, because here's the trick that's so important. Like, so if you are listening to our podcast because you were feeling unmotivated and you wanted a pick me up, great. If you were sitting in your chair in your time where you said that you were going to be writing and you got hit by a load of like. Oh my gosh! Why am I even doing this? I hate writing. Blah. I'm gonna go listen Amy and Emily talk about writing. Maybe go do something totally different. Like, like if you're like the the thing is that if we get com- the compare, I feel like for me the comparison comes out the worst when I already felt bad. And then I'm procrastinating on the feeling bad by going to social media. And then I see, oh, somebody just had a book launch. And then I feel worse. So is your is the thing you're doing making you taking you further and further and further away from your work or towards your work? Because I do know that if I do something like, go outside and take a walk and don't listen to a podcast and just go outside and fall back in love with the world, then that part of me that wants to write to start with starts, It can breathe and it can grow. And then it's, it's,
1: Right, and but I would say again, I'm circling back to the know yourself yeah. because, because I feel like I can get online and see the other authors who are doing, the, you know, similar things to me who are having their book launch, and a lot of days I can feel like, okay, they're doing it. If they can do it, I can do it. Right. So, so again, it goes back to knowing yourself because there are probably days where yes, and I'm like. A person should not get on social media if they know it's, you. they're in that headspace of, this is just, or heaping shame on me. Like, why can't I just sit down and write? Why can't I, you know, why can't I crank it out? Why can't I, you know, why can't I, whatever. So you just have to know yourself. Or if you feel like, okay, it's going to be a pick me up. It's going to, it's going to help. I'll do the,
0: the five minutes being on there will be enough dopamine to go and actually write my pages.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: the, the big thing that we want to really stress is that, you know, we talk a lot about mindset on here and the mindset that we really want to stress is hard, hard days, easy days. You guys, this is worth it. And it's worth it so worth because it. your story, story matters. matters. And if it's not finished, can't read it. So your story matters. And that sort of baseline mindset, we hope is a tool in your toolbox to sort of get you moving forward in the world. So what's some practical steps people can do from this place? So I
1: I would say... Really finding that community, that would be the number one thing that you can do, because otherwise it's really easy to get stuck in your head and just kind of mm-hmm. spin around in circles. So really trying to find your com- community and making sure that it's that cheerleader community that's going to, you know, rising tide lifts all boats versus the competitive negative, you know, mean yeah, or yeah. little. Right. Or, you know, Eeyore kind of, you know, Uh, if anything. Yeah, exactly. So
0: I know because I was in your shoes before, dear listener. I'm not going to say I know what you're thinking because I don't. But I suspect there are a few of you out there who were thinking what I would have been thinking a few years ago, which is some version of screw you, Amy and Emily. Where am I supposed to meet these people? I live (laughs) in Arkansas. (laughs) <laughs> or wherever, Yellowknife or, you know, whatever. And so I'm going to tell you, and, I, you know, it is not one size fits all. This is not one size fits all. So the author, Victoria Lee, had a whole post recently. She's uh, She was a YA author. She had a book came out at the same time as Lifestyles. Now she's got a new adult romance coming out. That sounds very cool. But she and her newsletter is great. And she had a newsletter about how she first found critique partners when she was in community when she was first trying to write. She found hers on Reddit, like Reddit,
1: which is interesting. Again, we talked about this before we started recording. Like, I have found the Reddit community is not always for me because it can be kind of vicious. But I think, and M pointed this out, you've got to take it offline. Like, you've if you were to take meeting- it offline,
0: because yeah. here's the thing if you post on Reddit and you say, I wrote something and I want to talk to someone about it. Oh yeah, no, this is going to be bad, right? This is going (laughs) to be bad. And if you put, and this is a huge, I'm not going to say a mistake, but a learning thing that I missed on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for years and now who knows what's happening with it. But when I was early on Twitter, I had all these relationships. They were, they always stayed on thread. I never moved, except for, for a very small number of people. But I never moved into DMs because I guess it made me nervous or I was worried they would be like, who are you? Actually, there's a few people that I did, but not very many. And what is really clear to me at this phase of my writing life is that the relationships that are strong are the ones, whether you met people in a fan fiction writing community, whether you met them on Reddit, whether you met them on Twitter, whether you met them in person, whether you write letters through the mail are the ones that transferred from a group public relationship to a one-on-one relationship because here's the thing there are going to be days where you are going to need to call someone and say oh my gosh why do i even write books and then you need amy kelly to be like you write books because you're amazing go and then there are going to be days where you're going to need to say be able to call someone and say i wrote something and i think it might be crap can you take a read of it And you need, sometimes you need the person who can say like, yeah, this isn't your best work. Sometimes you need that person, but you don't need that person on the day that you're thinking of quitting that day. You need your Amy Kelly (laughs) in my case.
1: Well, and and I would say this too. I really feel like we, we need to talk about You have to develop these, like you can't just show up in a community and say, Hey, I want to be part of your critique group or, you know, or, or whatever you have to, it it takes time and patience. And I love the way Brene Brown puts it. She talks about being, you know, getting to know someone and showing them your twinkle lights versus your floodlights. So having that visual really helps me like, am I twinkling here? Am I just sharing little Bits and pieces and taking the time to kind of go back and forth and get to know someone or am I expecting, you know, instant intimacy, you know, instant right. love, So I think
0: the problem for some of us and listening to podcast, you may have this problem is, um, we're so lonely early in this, I think. Yeah. Um, it's so lonely to be doing this by yourself. And it can feel like if you meet someone who's like even a little bit interested, it can be really hard not to pull on them like the drowning man pulling someone under on the raft and then they're like running away from you. So to really take a deep breath on all of this and be like it, you are not on a timeline. Mm -hmm. You are not, time is not running out. You are not on a timeline. The sky is... The sky is both always falling and never falling. So when you meet someone on Reddit and you go in the DMs and you share a manuscript and then it's like what I tell my kids about texting. Like if someone doesn't text you back, like maybe like give it a little bit and then you text them again. And sometimes their dance card is full or sometimes whatever. And like, don't, you don't want to be the person that sends, you know, a hundred texts to the, so it is, it's just what we're trying to say here is it's a dance. It's a dance. And if you on Twitter or Reddit or YouTube or whatever and you hate it and it's horrible, okay, is there an in real life place you could go? Is there a um retreat? Mm-hmm. Maybe a writer's retreat you could go to where you're gonna be really much more um scaffolded.
1: Right. Well, and I would say no matter where you go, show up for those people the way that you would like to be supported as well. You, you can't just walk into, like, I I always envision, like if I'm walking into a Twitter thread or, you know, really picturing, like, would I walk into a room and say, Hey, everybody look at my stuff and tell me what you, you know, no, I'm going to gently come in. I'm going to try to meet a couple of people. I'm going to ask about them, like be curious about other people's stuff. Yeah. This isn't and all
0: about. Don't spend all your time looking for the cool kids because people notice. And
1: <laughs> right. It's when you're looking over their shoulder. Oh,
0: when you're doing, yeah. Just like this is this anyway, this is, I know this is complicated, but what we're really saying is everything is baby steps. Everything starts from small steps. You will find your path. You can. Amy Kelly, what can these people do?
1: They can trust themselves. They can trust themselves. You You can trust trust yourself. yourself. But you do actually have
0: to be present in yourself and know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, okay. Thank you, guys. Good luck. Let us know what is hard for you. Please email us with what is hard for you. And we'll do a Q&A episode on the Patreon. And Okay. So in the meantime, tell me what books are saving your life, friend. Oh, I just read One Italian Summer. Everybody oh. just read it. Oh, I love read that. it. Read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. I'm I love it, it. I love it. Yes. The twist. Her twist. Mm-hmm.
1: So good. I was like,
0: so good. Anyway, so good. read it.
1: Good. Okay, and I've I read and I loved it. So there's an author who has a book that I'm on the waiting list at the library to get called The Fourth Wing. Her name is Rebecca Yaros. Yes, Yarrow? I've heard
0: of this. I haven't read it yet.
1: Okay, so I thought, well, I'll look at her other stuff. So she has a book called In the In the Likely Event or In the Unlikely Event, and it I loved it so much. It's a romance. It definitely had a lot of spicy spice, and I feel like she loosely based it on the 1980s movie Lady Hawk, where I don't know if you've okay. seen it. It's one of my favorite. Not Matthew for years. Broderick, yeah, Matthew Broderick is in it, and it's just a beautiful story. But but the whole point of it is, it's this like star-crossed lovers who can never, the timing is never right, and so that's what this story is. And it, and there's a little twist at the end as well. Mm-hmm. But it was just beautiful and it's set a large part of it is set in Afghanistan when our troops are pulling out and and that whole thing where the country collapsed a lot faster than they had predicted and so it was craziness and anyway it's it was you know adventurous and exciting and I cried I laughed yeah so it was good all right. So yes, you've already mentioned, we do have a Patreon where we right. offer a Q&A session monthly and our okay. next Q&A session is going to be on character building and also yes. on marketing, um, using your characters and your social media to kind of share your right. work in progress. So we are super excited about that. We'll get Send you guys your questions. Yeah. And we'll give you guys dates probably in our next uh, um, episode to let you guys know when it is. I'm thinking September will be yeah. when that is. So, yes. All right. So thank you guys so much for hanging out. We will see you guys next time until then keep writing. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for being with us today. We love our people and we want to get to know you better. So email us at questions at time to write to have your questions considered for the show. You can also suggest topics by emailing us there. Also, drop us a review on Apple Podcasts.
0: Not only will it thrill us. Seriously, we read everyone. It also helps others find the show. We're driven by sharing stories, and your review helps us do that. Just
1: remember, your stories matter, and we're rooting for you to find time to write.
0: Even if it's only five minutes. Five minutes. You can do it. You can do it.